everybody, and welcome to Middle Class Film Class. My name is Pete. I'm Joseph. I'm Tyler. And this week, we're going to be reviewing our fan selection, Shawshank Redemption. Send you here for life. That's exactly what they take. I believe in two things. Discipline and the Bible. <laughs> here you'll receive both. <laughs> I must admit, I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. He had a quiet way about it. Walk and a talk that just wasn't normal around Sounds here. Like oh my holy God! <laughs> As he comes Chris down, Shire and Get busy living. <laughs> Get busy dying. Wizard is never late. That's damn right. The end of the trailer is is very like it sounds like a dragon. Oh really? Like a, like <laughs> it's like very like sinister sounding. It's not triumphant or anything. It's just like just evil. Yeah, it just sounds, sounds evil. That that really did feel like a Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> it did feel like a The Hobbit. Or something. Yeah, yeah. It felt it's like a Shawshank composure. Redemption. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna get into that. This is like I said, uh, uh, one of the two fan picks that are on the wheel landed on this week, and this was. Chosen by listener Ryan, and uh, we'll read a little bit from him why he chose this movie in a little bit later in the show. But first, find some charity, you lad. Now's the time for dab and chatter. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Who's got some news? Who's got something to talk about? Uh, well, I guess I'll go first. Um, um, so, Marvel has recently acquired I guess this isn't really movie news but I think the it's list- movie news I well, know what you're going to say I think the listeners will appreciate this so uh Marvel uh com- the comic book section of Marvel they have purchased the rights to Alien and Predator what um from Dark Horse Comics and I I don't know if you guys are familiar with the comic books of Alien and Predator No not at all. Uh they are My brother collected Predator comics. They're they're incredible. I I actually have a hard hard book copy of the Alien comics. And so uh to hear this it, it's 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 a really um, exciting thing to happen because what Marvel did with the Star Wars comics, especially with the Vader series that they've done, it, they've done very great things. I'm very excited for. And the teaser picture of this acquisition is Predator, the, the Predator holding up a decapitated Iron Man head. Ooh. Um and then in the art, it's it, it was. I like, feel like this is like a like an extension of Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of, it what is. They started doing. They're like, all right, guess what? Who's in this one? The Terminator. Yeah, in Mortal Kombat and Freddy. Yeah, so obviously, I don't think Marvel is going to uh, associate themselves with a violent, um, a violent series. I think they're gonna, you know, like uh, have like a subsidiary company that does the comics but why do you think that uh just because um so uh, as you guys and our listeners may know that uh disney has distanced themselves from the deadpool series mm, um yeah yeah they the disney does the, does the disney logo play in front of deadpool movies no, i think it's no it's like 20th century fox or something isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 and, and as everyone but knows he's partnered with fortnite 
That's true. <laughs> a child. A simple child's game. Oh, yeah. God. Um, so, uh, so I think that what they're going to do is that they're going to take the um, violent aspect of all this acquisition that Disney has purchased and put it under a different name, but having the financial backings of of Disney. Um, you can do a lot with the money that uh, whole frozen head of Walt succumb, uh, supplies. And, 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 and uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, but honestly, though, I, I, I think that with, with the financial backings of the um, our Lord and Savior, uh, Mickey Mouse, <laughs> he... <laughs> They're they're gonna put. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> we're, we're surrounded. <laughs> they're 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 gonna inject a lot of capital into the into the uh, alien and and, pre- and predator uh, franchises. How with- how lucrative do you think that comic books comic books are? Because I mean, I've I, I've never bought a comic book once in my life, and I consider myself a fan of really? like nerd culture. Yeah. Well, um, it, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that um, because comic books have entered the digital age. And so you can mm. purchase comic books in a digital format. So, you know, you have your you have your Amazon like uh, tablet, Kindle sort of thing. Yeah. You have your Kindles, you have your, uh, your your iPads and what have you. And so you don't have to go to a comic book store to uh, purchase. Um, to, to, to enjoy these comic books. Hmm, that's kind of interesting um, thought. To, I never even thought about that. Yeah, so I, I think that it's going to be a really great thing. Do you, for, do you uh, digest your comic book media electronically or old school? Uh, uh, both, actually. Um, you know, it, before the pandemic happened, I was regularly, regularly, how did, okay. Well, Reg, the, the, this regularly. Is, uh, regularly. Regularly. Okay, thank you. Um, I was always going to uh, my, my local comic book store, getting the Alien comic books, or going to Barnes and Noble, getting the comic books of Aliens and Predators. I have a I have a plethora of comic I used books. To, I used to go to A One Comics like every Sunday. Yeah, it, it, it's um, and so same day as uh, the Magic the Gathering tournaments would be held. Oh uh, boy, now you're speaking my language. Uh, and the the smell that permeates <laughs> from those comic book stores—it's the smell of magic. Uh, you, you, what more do you want? <laughs> the, the smell. Uh, do you think that they'll ever? Um, you think they'll ever branch off and create? Is this like? Is this a limitation or a, like a? A step to, in the right direction to make. I think it's a step in the right. For movies, I mean. I think it's a step in the right direction because uh, as, as us and listeners know that they also uh, acquired uh, 21st Century Fox, which owns Alien and Predator. So and, they basically already had it anyways, but Dark Horse was like a holdout. Well, I think they were uh, waiting for the contract to, uh, you know, uh, it, to, to expire and... Uh, so I think this is going to be a great uh, ascension to the Alien cool. uh, franchise. And so this is comic book news. I guess so. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's also thinly veiled as movie news, too, because I think that uh, with the financial backing, you can make a really great Alien I can't movie. wait for another uh, Alien vs. Predator movie. <laughs> oh, I can't either. And, and as bad as those movies were, there's a lot to, um, there's a lot to. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's going on over there? 
Uh, I, I got, got a, some schmackos. Yeah, the uh, the full disclosure, um, Joseph and I are eating uh, gherkins, little miniature pickles right now. And it's an interesting segue to a news story that I had. I don't know if, right. I, if you're done. No, no, no. I, I am done. I, I don't I, want to cut I, you off. But no, uh, that, that, that Seth, I could ramble on so long about alien predators. So, Pete, please go yes. on. So Seth Rogen is uh, just released. I guess it wasn't Seth Rogen, but his production company released a uh, trailer for a um, new movie he's coming out with called American Pickle. <laughs> You guys heard of that? <laughs> Funniest shit I've ever heard. I feel like I've heard of it. He plays like wait a, what? He plays like a uh, he plays an old old world Jewish guy who <laughs> old world old world yeah from a hundred years ago and in 1920 he, he he moves to America and fall works at a pickle factory and he falls into a fat vat of pickle brine oh. and he's preserved perfectly a la Encino man pickle man for a hundred years <laughs> and he comes back to life a hundred years later and they they hook him up well, whoever the people at power are they hook him up with his long lost grandson who's also played by Seth Rogen so he's playing oh he's playing two nighty professor he's playing two parts like um um living with yourself uh Legend, Paul, Paul Rudd, Tom Hardy. Yes, any any of those. Take your pick. Eddie Murphy. But it looks very, <laughs> it looks very good, and it's written by. Is the, there a trailer? Yeah, yeah they tra- just released tra- tra- it. That's, oh, okay, that's the cool. news story. The tra- oh, okay. trailers just released, and it's uh, streaming exclusively on HBO Max. It is a HBO Max Max. When is it coming? Production. Um, I don't know the official release date. A, I think it was in August. It's coming up pretty yeah. soon here. Yeah. Oh. But but that was uh, I thought that was really exciting. And you know, it's funny that you mentioned that there was a joke going around the internet saying like. Oh, because the uh, modern character is supposed to be a programmer in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And so they had a screenshot of Seth Rogen and of the other Seth Rogen, the modern Seth Rogen. They're just like, well, who's the Brooklyn uh, programmer, though? Like, who who knows? He could could assimilate. It's like that old old (laughs) picture of uh, Phil Collins from the 70s. He looks like a hipster. I'm getting hints of like uh, like Demolition Man. um, Yeah. Although he was an inten- he was intentionally frozen. Yeah, it's, it's the same same concept though. <laughs> yeah, Just, or like Captain America. I don't know if this is an Apatow production or not. I have to assume that Judd is involved in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. It's a Happy Madison production, actually. Oh, oh no, <laughs> no! All right. So, um, and then also in uh, not so exciting move, movie news of movies that are coming out. Um, Sequel to Chicken Run. Chicken Run 2 oh. is scheduled to be released in the very near future, maybe another year from now. And cool. Yeah, I don't I thought it was really funny that they like decided to dig up this weird Yeah, why cl- Chicken Run? Claymation movie. I think, I don't know chicken, I think chicken Run is starring a, Mel Gibson. Chicken Run is a fine enough movie by itself. Sure. I think Chicken Run is a vegan propaganda film too. <laughs> no such thing as vegan propaganda. Hey, there's no such. Hey, I just want to point out there there is such thing as good vegan propaganda. <laughs> propaganda okay. can go can Either be way. good, good and bad. <laughs> but why chicken run specifically? I don't know. I just thought that was very strange. And we talked about um, unnecessary sequels last week. Yeah. In in our segment, <laughs> yeah. Tyler's Rage, and uh, it was. And oh, what 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 are the rebooting remaking? It was. Um, it was another. There's it's a, a sequel to Magic School Bus. No, it's a sequel to Pirates of the Caribbean. And then, <laughs> oh yeah, that's and then right. Also, the, the live action Magic School Bus starring uh, Elizabeth Banks. Ugh. Which Tyler was very upset of over Damn. both. <laughs> Leave them so, be. So here's how. Here's my my reaction when I read the the headline about Chicken Run Two coming. Chicken Run Two coming to fruition. Why? I thought, <laughs> oh, that's weird. All right, moving on. 
I know. It's like, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. I'm just like, it would be kind of weird if the interesting, if they had Mel Gibson starring, but they're not. Mel Gibson shan't no. be reprising his role. Mel Gibson has, as the lead chicken in Chicken Run One. He called was it Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder he is called, in that movie too. No, no, no. He called recently. It was like surfaced that he called. I, I want. I feel like it was Winona Ryder, but maybe it was another actress. He called them an oven dodger. <laughs> the hell, an oven dodger. That because sounds he's very a, anti-Semitic. He's an anti-Semite. Oh, oven, he's oh, st- oven dodger. I thought, oh like, my god, he's still on the anti-Semitism. I thought after all, after all these after all these years. See, I thought oven dodger oh. like she's working, like staying out of the kitchen, like she's not a stay-at-home woman. <laughs> sort of thing. I mean, it's much more. It's still equally as bad. It's a much more nefarious <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> when you think of it in the Jewish Yikes. context, uh, oh Mel, it's like a draft dodger. Yeah, but oven dodger. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. That's all I got though. Oh. Okay, cool. Oven uh, Dodger. Yeah, I don't think oh uh, Mel Gibson would be the person to reprise his role in a kid's movie. No. Um he was the main character in that movie. Yeah, he was. He was, yeah, he was. He played like the circus chicken. <laughs> he was the protagonist that led the chick the titular chicken run. They, titular. He told him that he could fly, but his wing was broken or something, right? I never, um, I never seen it. No. <laughs> you should watch it. Maybe I will. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's actually really good. Okay, so nothing tenant related. We it, there's nothing new about tenant. Um, well, actually, it's it's, it's, it's it's funny that you say that because it's my story. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because I'm pretty sure tenant's going to be pushed back again, again, again. Yeah, I heard that. No, well, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens going to happen in 2027 actually they're just, he's, he's going to push it back an entire year so he can have it on the date this, the, this <laughs> palindrome yeah um, yeah that would make sense um yeah i don't know tenet one just... day we'll all be in the theaters together again <laughs> one day <laughs> individual <laughs> saran wrap pods oh god yeah it's just yeah, so sad anyway um still kind of related to nolan Maybe not Christopher Nolan, um, but... <laughs> There's another Nolan? Jonathan Nolan, the brother of Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he played the uncle in... Uh, no, and I'm, this is a brother Oh, Jonathan Nolan. Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> not the actual uncle of Christopher Nolan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not the guy who played the blind guy in, at the end of Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, uh, Westworld. Jonathan Nolan is a showrunner on Westworld, um, and they are releasing... Uh, a Fallout series, Fallout the video game. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. And I just, I lost it for a second. Here so- it is. That sounds like a good pairing. They released a teaser um, for it. Not much. You don't really see anything. You just see the the standard Fallout, like uh, TV, military, please stand by. Yeah. Um, Old timey looking logo. Um, God damn. What is, is it live action? I believe it is. Who's Who's playing Pip-Boy? <laughs> Let's take a look. So I say Nick Swartzen. The creators are Lisa Joy <laughs> and Jonathan Nol- Jonathan Nolan from Westworld, uh-huh. um, and it is supposed to be coming out, I think, soon ish. HBO series, I'm sure. Oh, uh, Amazon, actually. Is it, I, I read, doesn't Westworld wasn't Westworld HBO only? Westworld is HBO. Yeah, Westworld's HBO. I I believe this is an Amazon uh, endeavor, and it's still in. It's actually it's still in the development. Yep. So so it could go anyway. Uh, Amazon, 
Ooh. Amazon Studios. So uh, score one for Tyler. Uh, so it, are are you guys familiar with the Amazon or uh, Fallout games? Like it, I've played Fallout Four enough. Yeah, we, I have Fallout seventy six. I've played part of Fallout one. Four. Played that a little bit. Oh, okay. So more um, of the world of Fallout. So I've played Fallout Three, Fallout Four, and uh, Fallout seventy six, and I think this series would really benefit from a anthology type of series because it, when you play fallout it's it's not it, yeah there is a main story but the 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 the, the uh quest though is it, it's kind of like oh i made friends along the way of mm-hmm. the journey you know so i think that a video game lends itself well especially a story-based yeah. adventure video game like this or the witcher lends itself to a series pretty well or Super no. Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, soon enough it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. Wasn't there a show? Skyrim. Or it, yeah, it, it is, was a cartoon. Or is Super Mario Brothers a show in the movie? Mm, no, uh, it's a show in the movie. They're well, not. Fam- I, they're I, not famous I, in the movie. Okay. Yeah, they're just I can, a I can't poor um, plumbers from Brooklyn. I just remember a specific <laughs> scene starring a live-action Mario and Luigi as like in a show format, as if like like an SNL type. They had a variety show, a live action variety show that was very short lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also a cartoon series as well. Yes, but then again, there was a cartoon series for like everything: Ghostbusters, for Sonic. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Mega Man masterpieces. <laughs> yeah, all fantastic. Yes, um, flawless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in other news, we have uh, streaming picks for y'all listeners. Um, Tyler, you want to lead us off? Which yeah, you uh, watch this week. Are we doing Adam's Plops? Yeah, you know what. Let's call Adam. What's happening? (laughs) What's up, buddy? What's up? Welcome to Adam's Plops. Hmm. (laughs) for our listeners out there this is uh adam who calls into the show every now and then he's a uh, co-worker of joseph's and when during the pre-covid era he would run by his desk and plop down a dvd for uh joseph to watch and he's gonna plop one down on our proverbial desk and and local celebrity too like my (laughs) god the red museum what 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 a place what a place what a place (laughs) one one day we'll all meet there again uh, our, in, I hope so. In our dreams. We're going to have a live yeah. show there one day. Oh, that'd be cool. One day. One day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- uh, this week when we're, we're... When we're out of... Go if, ahead. When we're out of this prison. Yeah. Oh, I see what you oh, did that's there. That's a hey. Shawshank re- reference. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're reviewing the Shawshank this week. Do you have, uh, you have a, a plot for us that's germane to that topic? Well, I've got I've got a streaming plop one that one that I know is uh, oh, hell out yeah. there, and it's it's a personal favorite as far as like recent movies. All right, um, Joseph knows what I'm what I'm talking about. Mm. Have you guys seen Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine? Oh yeah, I just watched Dragged oh, yeah. Across Concrete this weekend. What'd you think? Of Dragged or Brawl? Dragged. Um, not my favorite yeah, of Craig as Craig Zollers. <laughs> Yeah, there there was a couple. I mean, there was some really good stuff in it, but um, like it kind of meandered a little bit more than his stuff does, which is saying something because his stuff meanders. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I would say it's uh, it's 
third on the list as far as you know my favorites of his it's definitely not as good as as uh bone tomahawk or brawl yeah um but yeah i mean i i think brawl and cell block 99 is probably the one of the better like exploitation um sort of reimaginings to come out in recent years yeah it's it's uh it's really feels like a um uh grindhouse in a sense you know definitely over the top uh, practical effects that are just shocking and campy in a, in their own right but also mm-hmm. effect effective they got oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn for it too like i, I how do you, i how did the how did that conversation go uh, with Vince Vaughn it's like hey we got this uh movie where uh, uh, there's a white <laughs> supremacist <laughs> where yeah. eyes popping out you're a nazi <laughs> yeah so I'm basically playing myself. Is he myself. a Nazi? <laughs> no, he, he, I think it just feels that way because he's a skinhead with a like a comically large cross tattooed on the back of his skull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the shoe fits, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I love Brawl. It, it like maybe it's you know I'm I'm a I think it's a great character study, mm. um, and it's also just like it's kind of like the inverse of Shawshank. Oh, in the, oh <laughs> that's a good point that's funny that's like a good he, point. like he did something bad mm-hmm. you know what i mean like Shawshank yeah. is yeah. like it's like he's being oppressed by the system whereas this one it's like the system is oppressing him mm-hmm. but he tried to do everything right even though he committed a crime he <laughs> oh, like you know he's yeah, like, yeah it's almost like he, a like a, a you know i've heard the phrase sympathetic villain but he's not a villain he's the mm-hmm. protagonist he's but he's it's an anti. Def, def, yeah, he's kind of an anti-protagonist. He's not. He's not anti-hero. the best hero. Not the best dude. Yeah, there you go. Anti-hero. anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you feel for him. You yeah. know. I mean, and that's that's like the most important thing. I mean, even in Uncut Gems, you feel, you know, you feel for the characters. You know, they might not be good people, but mm-hmm. you're still like, man, I want him to get out. I want him to get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I but, just, the, the it was from Brawl, without giving away uh, some of the more um, shocking plot points. The the mm. bit with the doctor and what he's planning to do uh, is yeah. was just like hatched from the mind of a psychopath, and it's so <laughs> so fantastic that they committed that yeah. to film and released it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Human Centipede esque, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, I mean, it just just him talking about it and the, you know, the, the glee that he seems yeah. to get out of the process. He's so giddy. Yeah. It's like, I know the, the slight, like the look of disappointment when he learns that he might not get to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor. That's the best shot in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, it's so He's great. like a sad dog, a sad puppy that didn't get to go to the park. Like, oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, but I also wanted to talk about another one. Okay. Um, oh, so that that was that one I know is streaming. It's streaming there's on another one. Prime, I think. Yes. It's on Prime. Prime yeah. Yep. yeah. For, for sure. Um but there's another one that is a is a go to as far as like prison movies. Um and you guys might have seen this. I don't know. Uh it's a little Chinese film called Ricky O, the story of Ricky. No way. <clears throat> that is that has been mentioned many times on this show. And it's been yeah. recommended by one of our list, our uh, re- faithful 
listeners, Brendan, it's on our fan list of movies that will be Brendan. watched one day by us. Yeah, it's um, it's a riot. <laughs> Love that movie. I'm looking forward to seeing pun it. Pun intended or no pun intended? <laughs> eh, you know, take it or leave it. Um, so you you've uh, you've seen it. Tyler says, "Yes, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I have seen it before, um, and it, it's strangely enough, I, it, I forgot that I had seen it, and then I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh my god, I've seen this before. That's that weird Chinese yeah. prison movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good, extreme, it, extreme violence, and uh, is it like over the top? Again, you know? Yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's okay. very over the top, um, like um." Uh, dead or alive over the top? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's like, like he, I don't know if you guys know about uh, The Fist of the North Star. No. <laughs> yes. Fist oh. of the North Star. Yeah. You don't know The Fist yeah. of the North Star? Oh, so good. It's so good. So it's, it's like kind of similar to that where it's like, you know, he's, he's trained in this like form of martial arts where he just like, punch, he can just punch through a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, punches holes. He punches, he punches holes. He punches, people. he's a hole puncher. He's a cop. Uh, and it is. Yeah. I mean, it, if it wasn't so silly, it would be disgusting. Well, I think, the, oh, okay. I, I, I think, I think it's clear is, is that we need to have a show on Ricky. O. it'll happen. It'll happen. One, one day it will happen. Um, story of Ricky. On the on the topic of punching <laughs> holes through people, I did have a recurring dream as a child that I would a phone was ringing in my the room that I was in, and I punched a hole through someone to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was the weirdest Damn. thing, and I was like, oh, I was always like, why does this keep why does this dream keep happening? Well, maybe you saw yeah. Ricky O uh, uh, when you were a young kid. Maybe uh, you know, maybe he, <laughs> maybe it was a cross between that and Wayne's World Two when he's answering the phone <laughs> uh, mid fight scene using oh, dubs. Yeah. With uh, J- James Hong, I think is the actor's name. James Hong? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, one of these days, yeah. Adam, we will be watching Ricky O when it lands on the fan pick, and the fan pick is is that one, hopefully, because uh, we all seem to I mean, want to watch it. It's fun. It's definitely worth checking out. I know it's like a bit of a cult classic just mm. because of like the extreme violence, and uh, it's notoriously the American dub is like atrocious yeah <laughs> it's just like like one of the worst so oh. yeah i mean i know it's got it, i know it's got its fans and i'm i i love it i mean it's just is like, ricky it's too ricky, much fun ricky o is not streaming anywhere is it i don't think it you is. you know i i looked on just watch and it seems like andor has it but i guess that's with ads yeah I don't, you don't want to watch it with ads <laughs> yeah come on no, you don't want to watch anything with ads. youtube for three dollars hopefully <laughs> yeah maybe you rent it yeah, I'm sure you can stream it. I'm sure you can pay whatever $2, five bucks on Prime or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, the, th- yeah. thank you for your there. recommendations, Adam. We'll catch you next time for uh, your next plop and um, enjoy your fourth. Yeah, you know, I'll do my best. I feel like I'm just going to be don't go to the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> right. The beaches are open. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, thanks, Adam. We'll see you next time. Bye. Later, bud. Later. See ya. Oh, good a couple of good recommendations. Ricky, uh, Ricky's gonna. I mean, Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine streaming on Prime, Am- Amazon yes. Prime, and Ricky O probably not streaming. I would imagine. Yeah, 
I don't know for sure, but it doesn't seem like yeah, yeah, just just rent it. You know, it, it's such a great film. Yeah, well, uh, and so this is a good segue yeah, into you our your, uh, streaming. Picks. Give us your streaming picks, Tyler. Um, and so let me go, it's in my pocket. Let me just pull it out of here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me let me pull out my streaming picks out of my pocket. Um, so uh, my streaming pick for uh, today is the core. The uh, core. The core. Wow. Uh, yes. I don't know what that is. What is that? Have oh, you seen the core? You've no. never seen the core. Okay, so is this. It, wait, wait, wait. Is it the core like Marine Corps? No, no, the no, earth, no, the no, like earth the, core. Yeah, the literal core of the earth. Okay. Um. So, uh, this was made in two thousand three. It's a, it's a uh, disaster movie. Yeah, well, mm. yeah, it, it, and and it's a really good uh, rendition of disaster movie. Kind of like because, um, Armageddon, but. With the Earth's core, yeah, exactly. So they're going inward instead of outward. Yes. Exactly. It, it was a new take on the <laughs> Armageddon movie. Yeah, and so I about this movie. <laughs> so this, uh, the the only notable star that anyone would recognize is Aaron Eckhart. Oh yeah, um, he's in this movie. Um, this was made in two thousand three, directed Harvey Dent. <laughs> Can we trust him? <laughs> Two Face himself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, directed by uh, John Emile, who John uh, Emile Hirsch. Well, not <laughs> John Emile Hirsch, but uh, who he's uh, famous for uh, uh, copycat, entrapment, those gems. tune in tomorrow, <laughs> Lincoln Rhyme, <laughs> spinning out. I can't, I can't. Based off of those, I can't wait to watch the core. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so essentially what the core <laughs> what the core move the, the the what the core of the core of the movie is about <laughs> is um the, the earth's access uh axis axis uh, yeah. axis um it, it stops for some reason it's so, spinning so they the rotation stops yeah yeah so they have to go into the earth's core and detonate like a nuclear bomb and to get it uh, rolling again and um yeah so it's a group of scientists starring aaron eckhart they they go into the core and five other people <laughs> yeah and other people who you, you guys wouldn't I feel know like there was more than just aaron eckhart in that well it, and i looked it, and there's no actors that are really memorable except Hillary for aaron. swank oh yeah wow I forgot she is in that. Well, Bruce Greenwood. Okay, well, Hillary's uh, Hillary Swank is a whole nother conversation. Come on, Tyler. I, well, the, I I'm, Delroy Lindo. Okay, <laughs> look, I'm not I'm not gonna get into. I love it. Bruce Greenwood. <laughs> you would know you would know their faces. Yeah, he was yeah. he was Gerald from Gerald's Game, a Stephen <laughs> King movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's another Hillary Swank from Million Dollar Baby. So, well, that that was one of her best pictures. And uh, dude, where's uh, my car? <laughs> she? No, it's Jennifer Garner. Oh yeah, Jennifer Garner. <laughs> well, uh, it's the same thing. You know, they're two white women that look similar. Anyways, uh, so they go into the Earth's core and they're going to uh, set a nuclear yeah, detonation in the in the reignite. Earth's core. Yeah, to yeah. reignite the fire in the Earth. I feel like that would just blow up the Earth. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would do what they think it's going to do. Oh, well, God, we the, put too much TNT. Well, well that's the beauty. It's of, kind of like um, sunshine. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Similar premise. Uh, with, uh, th- that's Hugh Jackman in it, right? No, that's... And Emile Hirsch. Yep, yeah, yep. Both of those guys. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, Cillian Murphy, Chris Evans. Um, oh, yeah. Chris Evans with the... Oh, my God, I forgot about Danny Boyle. That. Yeah. Danny, Danny Boyle directed Sunshine, yeah. Danny Boyle. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so... So the core. Do we need to know more about the core? Or should we just watch it? No, no. Where's it streaming? So it's streaming on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, cool. um, I haven't it, seen it in a long time. It's just a really bad disaster movie, much <laughs> like the. Um, <laughs> you should watch it. Well, you, you should. It, it's very entertaining. It's much like My, a, a volcano starring I, Tommy Lee Jones. When I saw the core, and uh, I saw it in theaters. You saw it in theaters. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Wow. I was late. I missed. Like the like the first minute of the movie, uh-huh. I was like, I came in and like sixty seconds later, I don't it, know what it was the hell is going on. Emil Hirsch, or <laughs> it's directed uh, by Emil Hirsch. Emil, what's his name? Uh, John is John, George. Oh, John? No, it's John yeah. uh, Emil. Oh. Emil, something Emil. No, it, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's John Emil. Okay, John Emil. Yeah, so like that's basically when I walked in, and then he I saw Carnival Row. Really I just remember that specific memory of seeing the core in theaters. Wisdom of the I was crowd. late to the movie. Did you like it? Aquarius. As a kid, I thought it was a fun movie. I don't know about now. I haven't seen it probably in. So I watched it recently, in, and I don't know how, when it was released, and that long. Since the movie was released, so it, it it's well, let's, a, let's move on from the core. We know everything we need about the core. Let's watch listeners watch it if you want a crappy disaster movie. Yeah, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. It's, it's day it, after tomorrow quality. Okay. It, yeah, Fair enough. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's really good. Um, well, not really good, but it's really entertaining. <laughs> um, so Do you have uh, another stream pick? Yeah, no, that's my only stream. Nice. Actually, wait, oh. I do have yeah. one more streaming pick. Oh, okay. oh boy, um, Hellraiser. I know I've said this. Hellraiser before. one. Yes, okay. I know I've said this before. Uh, this has been a streaming pick before, uh, but <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it First again. First one sucked. Uh, Hellraiser one. Oh, such a incredible movie. Listeners disregard movie. that bad movie. It, it, how dare you? How dare <laughs> you say Hellraiser. that? Uh, uh, you Where's know Pinhead? Give me more Pinhead. It's just Frank forming himself. Well, that that that's the point. It, it, Fuck Pinhead. You don't need Pinhead. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want the Pinhead. We have I want such sights to show you. <laughs> I want the well, guy with the teeth. <laughs> the Cenobites. Well, yeah, so really quickly, uh, uh, Hellraiser, streaming on Amazon Prime. I watched it recently. So good. It is the uh, benchmark of horror movies. Anyways, I, I, I really, it, streaming on Amazon Prime. And actually, I, uh, one more thing that I have to say is that there is a lot of incredible films streaming on Amazon okay. Prime. I, I implore you to get Should an Amazon Prime subscription there's such sites that i can show you where's my hark where's the move along <laughs> <laughs> well there's no move along because i'm moving along right now okay, so joseph here you go oh okay <laughs> i have one um tyler you might enjoy this movie specifically oh um but i recommend anyone to watch it who is, is into this era of movies this is a movie called neon maniacs Okay. This, was, this movie is streaming on Amazon Prime. It is a schlocky '80s horror kind of movie. Uh, uh, not ne- not really a slasher. 
Um, and the name is kind of deceiving. I don't know where they got Neon Maniacs because Neon 80s is neon, bright colors. <laughs> um, but basically, a group of teenagers in San Francisco discover a nest of homicidal monsters living in a tower of the Golden Gate Bridge. But when they try to tell authorities, <laughs> no one believes them. So this is a this is a movie that I think you would enjoy, Tyler. Just based, it sounds just, like <laughs> just because of the quality of the movie. When you watch it on Prime, um, streaming on Amazon Prime, I, I already said that I think. Yes. Um, it is VHS quality. It is four by three. You got, Ugh, you got the yes. you got the film scratches. It's, it's like <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's it's Where's entertaining. The cream in my pants drop here. It's so bad. Um, but it's it's so bad good. Is so it like is it like um, practical effects heavy gore sort of thing? Yeah. So the monsters are very they're all like practical effects. They're they're like themed for some reason. Like they're like the village people monsters. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like a, there's like a doctor. There's a cop. There's like a, there's a, a Native American. Oh, um, and then there's just like straight That's up. Good. There's just straight up like monsters. Like straight up look like. Sounds like one-eyed a, crocodiles or something. Sounds like an X Files episode, um, honestly. And it there's just a lot of stuff that's just like doesn't make any sense. A lot of plot holes, and it's just like <laughs> this mm. is ridiculous, you know. So get three beers deep, and then watch this movie, <laughs> and then continue to drink because it's it is it's fun to watch. Um, streaming on Amazon. Streaming right? on Amazon Prime. Neon oh. Maniacs. It's a sci-fi horror. Um, no, I, I find it funny that they like, got thirty-year-olds playing high schoolers. <laughs> it's um, as as the studio is wont to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Neon Maniacs streaming right. on Amazon Prime. And you know, a quick update. Oh, uh, when I when I stream picked Fallout, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation weren't streaming. Ghost Protocol is now streaming on Hulu and Amazon Prime. Um, oh, Rogue shit. Nation is not, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I, I was like excited when I saw that. Which one has um, uh, Anton Chigurh? What's his name? The guy from No Country for Old Men. Oh, um, Spanish actor Javier Javier Bardem. Yeah. Which one has Javier Bardem in it? Or is that uh, that's James Bond? Or is that James Bond? That's, oh. that's Skyfall. Yeah. <laughs> All right, scratch that. <laughs> Skyfall. Uh, Skyfall also very good. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. Sky, I like Skyfall. Yeah, the the modern Bond movies are incredible, and I just want to say uh, it's it's funny that we, like we jump from HBO Max to Amazon Prime like constantly. It's hilarious. Just like, we're just like Prime <laughs> Max, Prime Max. Why is that funny? Uh, it, well, it's because <laughs> I, well, I don't know. There's the, a, there's really only four of them. It's Netflix, HBO, Amazon, and Hulu. Well, you're forgetting Pluto. Oh fuck, Pluto. Our, our, Actually, our, I like Pluto. Our, our, Pluto's great for uh, Fubo. Yeah, Fubo. 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 Fubo can get Did not bent. respond to our emails. I anyway. I need to, re- I need, he, I need to what, do a follow-up with that. Yeah. Pete, what is your streaming picks this week? Um, we I can't I I can't believe none of you brought up Come to Daddy, which the three of us watched. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought I forgot about that because I wasn't sure who was gonna take it. Yeah, we all watched Come to Daddy last week together after we recorded uh, episode uh, forty three. I second this. I forgot yeah. about that. And um, we were at one point gonna use this uh, movie as an opportunity to do a uh, middle class field trip, film class field trip. Yeah, we were gonna go down and watch it in live and. When it was released, and in it, San Bernardino, <laughs> <laughs> it had a small release, and I can see why. 
It was. Uh, sure. It was not a. It was better than Colorado Space. That's true. Which oh. also had a small, uh, small uh, release. Don't get me started on that. But I will say, I want to say what I will not say much about the movie. But it's streaming on Amazon Prime, where we watched it, and the trailer really does not give you the idea of what the movie it shows a lot it shows a lot like once once the like twist happens you're like oh that happens oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. you know and then he kind of really turns into a slightly different type of movie but <clears throat> the characters are largely unlikable um <laughs> which is not a problem because of what happens to them um, <laughs> but it's uh it's kind of a fun campy like a little bit over the top sort of uh movie that's not quite like a whole lot of movies i've seen before so yeah um, but it's, like the writing's a little cheese at some points, yeah. but it's uh it it's it's felt, a it's a good watch. Yeah, I felt like something that uh might be at released in the early nineties, maybe. Except for the like the gore and some of the, like the set pieces are over the top that they wouldn't have shown something like that then. Yeah. But, I um I, I did not really like that movie. It, it wasn't it wasn't amazing, but it's uh you it's could good. Do, it's worth a watch. Yeah, you could do it. It is worth a watch, but at um, the same time, though, it's just like Elijah Wood. What are you thinking? <laughs> well, what Elijah Wood with the with Elijah, the haircut. <laughs> Elijah Wood's through. The, Tyler couldn't get past the bowl. Could no, he could not. No, I could. Through the through <laughs> the uh, through the uh, some of his uh, uh, production, he's he's basically financing a lot of small independent movies, yeah, a la the Greasy Strangler. He's moved on to. Uh, <laughs> From, what, from Frodo Baggins to to producing these B horror movies. Yeah, he, essentially he says he wants to help people give a voice to a lifelong project that no one else would finance, which obviously lends itself to some really weird shit. Ugh, <laughs> a la Greasy Strangler. Yeah. Was, so, well, I won't talk any about any more about Come to Daddy, but there was a couple movies that I watched this week. Uh, one that it's been on my radar for a while, and I've been putting it off. Uh, Doctor Sleep from 2019. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor. The Ewan McGregor movie, the sequel to The Shinning. Hello there. Yeah. I was, (laughs) it's funny you say that. There was a number of instances in the movie that he says hello. (laughs) (laughs) Or writes. Hello, I'm Doctor Sleep. Or writes the word hello on a a wall. And I'm like, please say hello there. Please write hello there. (laughs) Please. Please. Don't make me beg. I'll beg. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it was nothing like The Shining. I still enjoyed it. Don't go into it thinking it was a sequel to The Shining. But they did some reproduction of some scenes from The Shining with new actors. Oh, yeah, and it was great. It was it was uh, really fun. The um, the premise of Doctor Sleep with like the steampunk wizards uh, looking guys. I yeah, it kind of it kind of turned me off. Spoiler: it was, They're vampires. It was kind of kind. I mean, they kind of are. It's uh, it's it was better than I thought. Why does she have to wear a top hat? Huh? Yeah, they're really, they're really hipster, <laughs> um, immortal hipsters. So yeah, but that was cool. If you're gonna, if you, you know, if you're Is that streaming, yeah, that's streaming on HBO Max. Oh, and also a new release that's streaming on HBO Max, which I'm was uh, trepidatious about watching was Scoob 2020, the oh, yeah. animated Scooby Doo movie. Starring this is a streaming pick for you, yeah. HBO Max, it was a streaming scoob, yep, that's right. <laughs> Will Forte plays Shaggy, uh, Frank Welker, who is the forever the voice of Scooby Doo, Amanda Seafree does Daphne, he's still alive, yep. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> uh, plays the like uh, hero, the Blue Falcon, Jason Isaacs is Dis- Dick Dastardly, the villain, 
Gina Rodriguez is Vel- uh, Velma, and Freddie is played by Zac Efron. Of course, of course, Zach Efron plays yeah, Fred. Uh, uh, Fred. I feel like he would play the live action Freddy if they would make a live action yeah, Scooby it, again. Yeah, instead of uh, what was that guy's name? Freddy Prince Jr. Freddy Prince Jr. Yeah. <laughs> well, he played a really good. Uh, he he was really good in live action though. You saw the live action one? Yes. Yeah. I, the Scooby Doo. Uh, well, unfor- unfortunately, Matthew I did. Lillard. I think that I think they were all perfectly cast in yes, this they, they did a good original Scooby Doo live action. Well, the cartoon is was better than I expected. The animation was fun. They did some interesting, like, uh, different styled animations for different things. Like when the mystery machine is driving, they have like a side a sideways shot. How the cartoon was made, where it's a static camera mm-hmm. glued to the like a side shot of the mystery machine, and it's driving along surface streets and stuff. And but it's it's shot in the style of the cartoon. Yeah, there was a lot of references. There was a really nice subtle reference to Casey Kasem, the original voice of Shaggy when you're introduced to Shaggy as a child before mm-hmm. he meets Scooby-Doo and he is does this low up, up upward shot of Shaggy and behind him it says like um it says Casey's treats or Casey's snacks or something like that and then he's going through his phone picking music that he's going to listen to as he walks down the boardwalk and it goes he goes through the 70s hits and the 80s hits and the 90s hits this is a modern day this is it's yeah it's like 10 years 20 years prior it's on Venice Beach is where supposedly Shaggy grew up oh, okay. and it's him as a kid but, <laughs> of course he grew up on Venice Beach yeah but Casey but Casey <laughs> Kasem Casey Kasem was the original voice of Shaggy and he did the top top 50 or top 100 or whatever America's hits for like 30 years or 40 years or something so he did America's top hits in the uh-huh. 70s, 80s, 90s. And then he died uh, about eight years ago or so. so in rip, peace. Yeah, rip. Uh, rip Casey Kasem. But uh, Scoob from 2020 was a fun watch for all ages. I don't think... All Ty- ages, including Tyler. Yeah, I don't think Tyler would dig this one. This is not <laughs> like as quality of a movie this as... This is like a kid's kid's movie? Eh, nah. I mean, it's not as childish. There's a, there's a funny... Like, there's funny, like, winks at the audience about stuff like... Um, at one point, Scooby and Shaggy get kidnapped from a bowling alley that they're at, and um, the the rest of the mystery team go to find out what they can hear, what they can learn about it. And they talk to the girl working the front desk, and they're like, "Yeah, um, it was this guy with this dog, and the guy kept saying like like before every sentence, which is really weird. It was almost like what a middle aged white guy would imagine a teenage hippie would sound like, <laughs> which is exactly what." The is it in the movie? Yeah. It's so exact, it's meta. It's, it's meta, yeah, in, in that meta, sense. Meta, meta, meta. I feel the very weird, attacked right now. But the, <laughs> but the weird thing <sighs> is, the weird thing is that the movie more seemed like it was setting up the a universe of Hanna-Barbera. So they had mm. characters in the Hanna-Barbera universe, like Dick Daskerly, Muttley, his dog, oh. Captain Caveman. Is Scrappy-Doo in this? Scrappy-Doo is not in this. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Scrappy-Doo. Wait, dude, what? What? I... Oh, okay. I'm not gonna get. We we can't get Nobody into likes Scrappy Doo. No, well, Scrappy Doo stinks. I, I I'm not gonna get into that. So uh, you're saying you like Scrappy Doo, but you don't agree with my streaming pick of Scooby Doo? Well, I like Scrappy Doo, and because I love Scooby Doo. Um, well, that's Scrappy Doo sucks. Kate, no, dude, God damn it! How dare you? So wait, so when dare in, you in say Scooby, you Scooby Doo? Is it the first live live action movie of Scooby Doo where Scrappy Doo plays the villain? No, that's the second one. 
So did you not like that choice? Like, why'd they got to make Scrappy-Doo be the bad guy? Well, listen, I, I, I didn't watch the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. I thought what? they wait, were... Wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> I only I only watched the first one, and then I and then okay. I, I, I was uh, whatever, done with whatever, it. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those are, those are my streaming picks. Um, before we move on to Shawshank Redemption, um, Tyler, have you watched any Avatar? No. Come on, dude. No, I, I I haven't, and um, I well, it's just mostly because I I just fall asleep before I like I think about watching Avatar, and then I fall asleep. It's a great routine to get into. You get home from work, make yourself some din din, sit down and watch a couple episodes before bed. It's like a nice routine. And- it's so hard for me though because I have <laughs> such a I have such a hatred for Avatar, and as our listeners know. Uh, from previous episodes, I, they, Avatar they, canceled Cat Dog. Avatar canceled they, Cat Dog. Oh, they, and they, then, they cancel and replace the time slot. Well, they they replace the time slot, mm. and, and and so that is the reason why I have and I, I have watched Avatar before. I like one not, episode. Well, no, not one episode. Like five. <laughs> and they, the last they, time you said one episode. Well, uh, well. You have to follow the characters. The characters. So five random episodes or five so, sequential cherry picked. Okay, so well, yeah, it, it was when Avatar was aired as they canceled Cat Dog, my favorite show. <laughs> Did they cancel it? Uh, they, well, that was your favorite show. Well, one of my favorite shows. But Cat Dog was a very good show. Yes, it, it was, it, and arguably a very well, uh, more well written than Avatar. <laughs> uh, That's not arguable at all. <laughs> I haven't seen Cat Dog in a long time, so I can't say anything. Anyways, so um, Do- Joseph, I'm going you- to I'm going to watch Avatar though, uh, and, along with Uncut Just watch Gems. one episode between now and next episode. I, I at least will. two. I, I will. I, I've been putting it off, uh, but for our listeners and for you guys, I am going to watch Avatar. I, I, I just want to know when you get to the f- finale, when you get to the last like three episodes. I just want if to you know, still have the hatred. Yeah, I just want to feel what you feel at that point. Okay, <laughs> I want to well, feel. <laughs> well, uh, I will make. I will, I will make. Like, an, I'll yeah, make you a can't commi- like criticize. It, yes. How far are you along, that, Navarro's? Uh, episode 12 like Ooh. we're on episode like we're about to watch episode you're, 12 oh okay um, you're coming into the ascension into the beginning of the climax of season one it kind of like <laughs> at, right now it kind of feels like i'm forcing myself to watch it <laughs> yeah um it's not like it's not something that i'm like look forward to but it's not that it's bad um like the episodes seem self-contained so far. Like there's nothing really. It's just like they're further along in the journey. Yeah. Once you get once you get to the end of season one, there starts it starts tying itself together, and then you have like an overarching plot becomes to cognizant. And there's like a there's like a it's like a it's like a nursery rhyme each episode. It's like there's a, right. a different <laughs> moral uh, uh, story. Well, it, I'm, there's I'm, a different message. Or a similar uh, yeah. message that's just reinforced. So for our listeners and for our uh, host, I'm going to I'm going to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay, all right, and I will come back with my thoughts next week. All right. So moving on to Shawshank Redemption. The Shawshank. Shawshank. Moving on to. Uh, Brazil. 
Shawshank, Shawshank doesn't have nearly as much catchy music. No. No. <laughs> don't have 70s jingles. So I'm going to read this. This is from listener Ryan who wrote in about this. And he this says is his fan pick. He co- proclaims that this is yeah, his. Yeah, Ryan, this, is, this episode is for you. This is for you, Ryan. This is your episode. This uh, He proclaims listen. the Shawshank as his favorite movie of all time. And this is what he I, I, I sent him a message. And Not said, a hot take. No, not a hot take. <laughs> I, I would venture like, to guess I this hate is this movie, actually. Probably a lot of people's favorite movie. Uh, but I sent him a message and asked him why he picked this. And here's his response. First of all, I'm a Stephen King fan. I remember watching It Ministries over the couch since my parents wouldn't let me watch it with them. That being said, <laughs> I've seen all the classic King horror films, such as Carrie, Pet Cemetery, Misery, and of course, It. I actually didn't know Shawshank Redemption was a King novel prior to its cinematic release, which is why I was late to the game when it comes to having watched the Shawshank Redemption. I saw it for the first time about three years ago when I just so happened to also be working in corrections. I was heavily impacted by the theme of institutionalization, specifically Brooks's institutionalization and the outcome of his suicide. Spoilers. Well. Wow. It, it's uh, very close to home as I saw several of the youth that I worked with come into care, leave, and then come back because they could no longer function outside of the strict schedule and atmosphere of the care that we created. Also, as a movie crier, I shed a tear during both <laughs> Red's narration of Andy's escape and his attempts at obtaining parole. This film tackles themes of justice, abuse of power, institutionalization, and corruption. To no one's surprise, redemption and finds a balance between lightened comedy and hard-hitting, truthful storytelling. Andy's intelligence and strive to work the wrongs uh, done against him makes him a great everyman fill-in to empathize with, especially when his well-thought-out plans implicate the truly evil characters for the wrongdoings. Well said, Ryan. Uh, so, uh, initial thoughts. How long? When was the first time you saw this, Tyler? So, I saw Shawshank Redemption when I first started getting into uh, appreciating films. That and the House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I saw Shawshank Redemption when I was like 15 or 16 years old. That's when I started, like, you know, like getting into movies and, uh, and, uh, the, for context, I, I had a um, a DVD that had sixty horror movies on the disc, and uh, so like, it, with that said, you know, I I I watched one DVD with sixty movies. Yeah, it was insane. It was in two one eight, single DVD. It was in two eighty p. Yeah, yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was terrible. Um, uh, so uh, well, and Shawshank was one of them. Uh, <laughs> we can uh, we yeah, can cut. Yeah, yeah yes, one more. <laughs> she she got it. One more. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't cut that out. Don't cut that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I I saw Shawshank Redemption and I initially I was into it, um, and I liked it. And then I forgot about it. <laughs> You're and like, then, it's pretty good. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think Tyler watched it and he's just like, this is certainly a movie. That, that's exactly what I was. But I was immature, you know, you know, I, I was a teenager. And then you, I think you're, what, you're probably sounds like you were spoiled on it early because you're like, oh, this is what movies are. 
movies are pretty good. I like, wow. I like movies. Exactly. Yeah. That that's exactly how it was. <laughs> and then watching it today, I was in tears. Really? I was in tears. Like Bawling my like my baby. I was bawling and and, and I, <laughs> the tears were running from my eyes. And what what, I, what what part made you cry the most? Actually, it was the middle. It was when Brooks killed himself oh yeah his uh, narration they, and everything oh yeah. my god it was it was so, the world got itself in a goddamn hurry oh <laughs> god it, it was it, it's such a beautiful film and and i want to apologize to ryan to our listeners and to you for guys too for my uh my uh, uh low energy and reaction to um, disdain for the yeah shank yeah, I, 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 I felt I felt really bad, but after watching this movie, I was like, "There's a lot to discuss," and I'm crying. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm just gonna say it. I love this movie. Nice, <laughs> Joseph. How about you? What's your first reaction? How old were you when you saw it for the first time? Um, well, Shawshank. I don't really remember the first time I watched it because it was literally like just like Jaws or. <laughs> It was in front of a TV. It was just, just always on TV. Like whenever it was on TNT, we would be watching it. This yeah. is what your father was training you for for a, for yeah. a movie review show. And like I always knew it was good. I never really caught on to the um, to certain story elements, like the fraud, the corruption of mm. the warden. You yeah. know, um, I never really paid attention to that part as good. I always thought he killed himself because he was just upset that he escaped. <laughs> <laughs> he got out of my prison. I can't go on anymore. My perfect streak is he ruined. killed himself through hepatitis. Yeah, and the, I mean, I knew the police were after him. I thought I, I didn't. I just didn't connect the dots. I sure, guess. sure, you know? sure. I knew like he was doing something, and then there was something in the safe, and then he like swindled him somehow. I don't, I don't know. He just, and then he killed himself. I guess. Um, but I always knew it was good. Like I never not enjoyed watching it. Um. And watching it last night, I was, I was, I wasn't, I was almost moved to tears. I wasn't bawling, um, but uh, definitely at the end, definitely at Brooks. At a frog in your throat. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very, it's very. Um, Brooks, man. It's, Brooks, is, that's tough. It's like, <laughs> I mean, much like the Green Mile. It's like a wholesome prison movie. It's not a movie that you can, like, can show like. Ugh, the Green kids, Mile. Really. I, they I, wouldn't I, get it. And it's. Especially like the whole uh, like prison, uh, like the sisters and yeah, all that stuff. That know. that theme doesn't. I don't think would land on a child very well. No, no. it didn't land with me. <laughs> I was like, they're just beating him up. <laughs> but um, visually, though, it's it, it's inviting. Like, yeah, it's a very it's and the movie is well shot, shot by Roger Deakins, I believe, um, who is just a just a he's just a G. Like, is he is he one of the one of like the in the royalty of cinematographers yeah deacons i mean he he shot uh the most recently 1917 oh uh, that dude okay um blade runner 2049 um, so good yeah he's he's done a he's a legend he finally won his first oscar for blade runner 2049 um just uh assassination of jesse james no shit are you just, serious i mean he just made that movie look <laughs> amazing and oh, this movie looks great i didn't know i didn't know he did the jesse james yeah Oh, cool. I um, love the assassination of Jesse James. But this movie, I mean, it's it's to no surprise, it's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who have, would have 
like oh any, Shawshank, any, what a hack! Like how can you not say that it's a good movie? That's that, that, that's where my guilty the, feelings come in. It's <laughs> it's just like I, I had such a low energy reaction to it, this but after the, watching um, it, I was just like, fuck! What was this? Is I the thinking? definition of an objectively good movie? Because sure, it's you can. I mean, you cannot like it. I guess it, yeah. I would be hard. I don't know how you couldn't like it. Maybe if you're a Trump supporter. Um, <laughs> It's so accessible. It's so it's so like easy to watch. It doesn't feel like two and a half hours. Mm. It's, no, it doesn't. Even though it's just a, a prison drama. I didn't realize it was that long. I, I mean, I figured it was long because I'm sitting there watching it and kind of like looking at the clock, getting ready for this episode because I watched it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is a lot longer than I remember. But I not once was I did I felt like it was dragging. Yeah. Um, no. So I know that I, I'm just like you guys. We're... I don't know if I'm considered a young adult anymore. I feel like one, but early thirties, late twenties. And when the movie came out, you know, we were kids and like Joseph said, seeing it on TNT was just part of life as uh, a sure. kid. Yeah. Sure. And um, I found out later that, um, you know, through looking up trivia for the movie that um, Ted Turner had sold the rights of the movie to his own broadcasting station, TNT for very, very little so that it was really easy to be broadcast, very cheap to be broadcast. So they played mm-hmm. it over and over again. And it was, although not received very well at the box office, I think it's the second people saw it, they realized that it was just yeah. a, a fantastic It movie. wasn't a, a financial wasn't, success. No. Wasn't there a comedy movie based on Shawshank too? Like it was started the, it starred the, um, uh, the, the hide from that 70s show. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there, yeah. I, know, I never heard about this. Well, okay. J- Danny so, Masterson. Yeah, convicted Danny Mas- rapist. Actually, yes, yeah, con- alleged convicted rapist. No, not even alleged. He is. He no, is a con- well. It's not so, convicted. So far, it's alleged. He's a, it's alleged. It's he's a. Well, he was, we all he was know. charged for the crime, but not convicted. Okay. Well, Anyways, we all know. <laughs> allegedly, Tyler. Allegedly. Uh, okay. Thank quote you. Anyway, continue. So my my my. Story of Shawshank has always been just that it's a cool movie that was on. It was like my dad's movie, you know. Yes, it, it wasn't something that and I would that movie definitely. that I. Yeah, this is not something I would think of. Like you know, hey, hey, you guys want to come over and watch Shawshank at my house? You know, uh, you want to sleep over and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. build a fort and watch Shawshank? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the same thing. I mean, just like you said, uh, it was. Uh, you know, the sisters that was lost on me a little bit. I mean, I kind of got a little bit of that, but just the, the, the levity and the, like the amount of weight on the topics that were, um, oh, being so discussed heavy. in it were really heavy and I didn't, so I, heavy. I didn't get it, but I just liked, I liked the next, nice, the nice guy read. He was cool. He talked really co- fun yeah. and the way he, you know, kind of blew off the people at his last parole hearing and got out of jail. I was like, man, look at that guy go, you know? And then, that was also the first time I heard of Zihuataneo. And uh, I actually went to Zihuataneo on my honeymoon. and uh, Because of Shawshank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> specifically, yeah, specifically because of it. So I went on a cruise in Mexico, and Zihuataneo was one of the stops. And I'm like, ah, yes, Red is here with, uh, what's his name? That guy. Andy, Andy Frey. That guy. Andy. I don't, at the time, I couldn't tell you who it was. Jim but, Robbins. Yeah, Jim, Jim Robbins, Robbins and Red are here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, like you guys said, watching it again um, in, in in terms of wanting to talk about it on the show, mm-hmm. 
it's hard to find anywhere to poke a hole in this movie. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. it's just the, fucking great. Yeah. I mean, the only, the, the only like, not plot hole, but like, um, inconsistency. Just like, just like something that I, story wise, I guess that doesn't make sense, but I guess it's, I mean, it, it works within the story. It's but just kind of convenient. It's just like when he, when he, when he finds out that, um, from, uh, What's his name? Johnny, the rock star prisoner. Yeah. yeah. Who who tells? No, him, it's Tommy. Tommy. It's Tommy. Tommy. It's yeah, Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Um, he uh, he tells him about his his cellmate that he had, who basically admitted to the killing and would prove yeah. Andy Dufresne innocent. Andy Dufresne goes to the warden instead of like I don't know what the access to lawyers was like back he, then. He was such a competent, smart guy. You'd think he would be able to get a lot of that stuff on his own. Well, yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, this is 1940s, 1950s. Yeah. 60s, actually. So, at that point, at that point, it would have been late 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Or early 60s. Um, So you think that, yeah, he, he's so like, a, he's such a calculated dude. Mm-hmm. You think that he would have done that, but he was so like excited about the idea of him being finally proved innocent that he goes to the warden who... I feel like proved that he is not a good dude already. Yeah, maybe they got maybe he just was lulled, lulled into the fact that, and this is how I felt about the character of the warden. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can just get into the movie, but uh, yeah. I think that at the beginning of the movie, I thought this is a bad dude, but he's not evil. He's just a prison warden. He's just a shithead prison warden who's trying to like push his weight around. And, you know, as as the story progressive, you see more and more instances of him being truly soulless. Yeah. Like, like, uh, I mean, you get you get a taste of it in the beginning where he's just like the one rule is that you follow the Bible. No, it's no blasphemy. That's no blasphemy. He says the rest of the rules you'll figure out. 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 And then they and then they throw that uh, acidic uh, powder on the uh, prisoners. That's standard procedure, though. That's, de- that's standard procedure. That's standard procedure. That's delousing. Throwing acidic powder it's on prisoners. Yeah, it's delousing. Never yeah, heard it's like of it. Sanitizing before. them. Yeah, they do what? that. They do it in super troopers, but they use powdered sugar. Well, I, I the lice I, hate the sugar. Yeah, it's, del- <laughs> it's powdered sugar. It's delicious. Well, I didn't yeah. know. Um, but I, no, the the what I was gonna say is that he's he is a true evil person by the end of the movie. You, yeah, you yes. see how deep corrupt how deep his corruption and his heartlessness can be when he. Has uh, Johnny or Tommy? Tommy, yeah, killed for basically so that he <laughs> Johnny he, know, Tommy. he knows that he's innocent. Yeah, and he's he's like he's like I can't let this guy testify because I can't lose Dufresne. Dufresne's my dude. Dufresne's helping me embezzle all this money. And also, he has all his, he knows that I'm embezzling. Yeah, he knows all about all his dirty little secrets. But like that, I think that's how Dufresne thought of him too. Was like, yeah, he's a bad guy, but he's not evil. You know, yeah, yeah. at least uh, he's, he's he was gonna, the naive. Yeah, his night, his night, naivety. naivety. Well, you know, I, I honestly, I have to disagree with you guys. Um, I think that he has always been evil, and he has been uh, the peak evil ever since they were introduced um, to the character. Because I think this of mo- the warden. Yes, yes, so the warden. Well, yeah, so I think he's been evil the whole time. Well, well, um, but. You you kind of sympathize. You just don't know that he's evil. Well, so you so the movie kind of sympathizes with um, your uh, sense of oh he's just a warden he's just doing his job. Do you like, think he's any better or worse than 
Arlie Ermy's character from a Full Metal Jacket? Uh, no, he's worse than that because... Uh, well, what did he do at the beginning of the movie to make him seem worse than that character? Because he was a prison warden. So? It's just a job. Just because of his job. That's just a job. Yeah, exactly. Arlie that, that, just that, a that, drill sergeant. That, that, that's my point, though. A drill sergeant is meant to uh, create... Uh, uh, a breaking down of character in a human being. It's tough. Um, but the warden has no no moral right to break down a prisoner's case. Aren't they in the prison for reform? Well, I'm not going to get into the, the, the I'm prison just, I'm system. I'm just pleading my case that he doesn't seem super, super evil. He seems like a dickhead. We, As an audience, we just as don't an know we, yeah. he, that he's evil. You're, you're, well, you, you're given more as the story goes on, and then you see how the depth of his black heart can be. I so mean, he's just as sure. evil as when we find out, as he is in the beginning. Yeah, we, we just, just find out later in the movie. Yeah. Well, sure. I, I, I guess what I'm meaning is that... We all think to, he's evil. To, to be... <laughs> to, I think the point is, uh, is that... Being a prison warden in of itself is automatically putting you <laughs> what into in real an evil. life. This is a the, real life and 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 the views in a of film Tyler section. Noe do not necessarily condone the views of us all at middle class film uh, class. No, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. I think there's plenty of good prison wardens out there. It's a job. No, What's there what? isn't. I, what are you talking about? Okay, what, what, are there good pro, not, are there what? good correctional officers? No. Um, Come so on. Come on, Tyler. We're not going to get into politics on this uh, show. Well, You're bringing it up. I think you did. Yeah. You already talked about Trump supporters and how correctional officers are all assholes now. <laughs> what but, would Ryan say? Yeah. yeah well, listener Ryan was a, was a, a juvenile correctional officer. Yeah. Come on, Tyler. Uh, look at, I'm, look, I'm not, look at ye. <laughs> we should have that drop. Is a look at ye. I don't know. I don't, I don't have that one. No, we don't. We, don't we, we got rid of most of the lighthouse drop. drops. Yeah, okay, exactly. well, anyways, uh, so when I first started watching uh, Shawshank Redemption, like, I already knew the prison warden was a bad guy, uh, even though that he had, like, uh, quote-unquote redeeming... To the protagonist, Andy Dufresne, he is the bad guy. Yeah. He yeah, he, he had redeeming qualities, you know, like, and, and honestly, uh, the captain, even though he beat the shit... He beat oh, Mr. Krabs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the voice of Mr. Krabs himself, Clancy Brown. He beat, he beat to and death Highlander. That, and... I just want to say, I watched this movie with subtitles, and the fat, the, the fat guy that it gets beat to death, his name in the subtitles is fat ass. That's his name. That's his name in the credits too. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, John Favreau actually uh, uh, so bad. auditioned for the part of fat ass, and he said it was the worst thing he'd ever done. And after that, he decided to lose a bunch of weight because <laughs> <laughs> he felt so bad about auditioning for a character named Fat Ass. So your character's name is Fat Ass. Here's You're in the movie for about a minute. Here's your motivation. You're fat. You get beat to death. So almost. So no, he the, dies. Um, Does he? Yeah, yeah, he dies. He dies in the movie. In the chow hall, he uh, he turns around and asks the guy behind him. He says, "Hey, you're working the infirmary, right?" And he goes, "Yeah. How my horse doing? He doing all right?" Oh, is oh they're referring to that guy. Yeah. Uh, that's and they, his horse, they ask yeah. him. They ask him. Um, so Andy, he asks him, "What's his name?" And he's just like, "He says his name is Robert Paulson." <laughs> He had bitch tits, <laughs> but uh, and he was just like, "Why do you? Why do you need to know his name?" He was just a new fish, and um, they uh, and then the guy who works in the infirmary, infirmary he yep. says, uh, 
oh, well, he died overnight because there was no uh, doctor to see to him. And so um, after he, so the movie really starts uh, like, you know, getting on a roll after his death because you see, you see him just, you know, like the, the disregard for the humanity of this man, you know, he's he's calling out to his mother. We're still talking about fat ass. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're he, still he, on the still on the Clancy Brown beating. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's a really that 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 sets the tone of the movie. That actually sets the tone for uh, his time in um, Shawshank for Andy too. And just an interesting fact about his character in Clancy Brown: uh, there was a number of drill sergeants that wanted to lend a hand to uh, realism, authenticity mm-hmm. to his. Um, role as a lead prison guard uh-huh. and Clancy said he passed on all of that because he didn't want to and this is true Tyler it sounds like I'm just saying this because of what we just said but he <laughs> didn't want to basically make a person's profession into something evil the character is evil not his job yeah yeah and he said he said he completely denied that he didn't want to bring any realism into it it was a comical version of what a prison guard would be like Oh, well, that's not true because that, anyways, you can, you can direct all your hate mail to Tyler dot K N O W Y at gmail.org. Is that, no, uh, it's at yahoo.com. I <laughs> encourage the hate mail. Uh, so anyways, Instagram handle tender dot Dracula. Um, <laughs> well, Hey, don't pull the curtain behind, you know? <laughs> well, anyway, so we get to, so after fat ass gets, <laughs> That's his name. You could say it. Yeah, God, it's so I don't belong here. You don't understand, Mister. Ugh, so sad. You don't understand. I don't belong here. Um, and so we get into uh, the, the the meat of the movie. So the I what I loved about Shawshank Redemption was how they handled the um, time jumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, years pass like days. Well, in that movie. And and they, not, there's no like three years later or anything like that. The no. uh, the director Frank Darabont he said every weekend he would watch Goodfellas while making this movie so he could get tips on how to do uh, narrative storytelling with uh, Samuel or uh, oh, Samuel Jackson, <laughs> Morgan, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Freeman. He should have been in Freeman. that. Yeah, Morgan Freeman as the narrator and also how to handle jumps in time uh-huh. with the characters because uh, that movie did it just about perfect. Um, so I thought that was oh, kind of interesting. Y- yeah, no, um, it, that's that's one thing I, I really... I didn't even almost realize until the character said something. I know, they 30 integ- years. They integrate it so well into the dialogue. Well, did you notice the uh, gray streaks in... Oh, yeah, I see um, them getting in, older, but, yeah, like, I, you, it's such a subtle detail that... Um, yeah, it's not It's not like the next shot is all, he's all gray. It's like there's a little bit, and then there's a little bit more... And at the end, he's got tons of streaks. He looks like Bride of Frankenstein. So the the, the first act, we're introduced to uh, the sisters, the, the the the, and I think Red um, calls them homosexual bulls. I, I, am I right? In no, that? no uh, homosexual bulls. I think that's what they're called. He's, so uh, Andy Dufresne says, "I like. I suppose it wouldn't help if I told him I wasn't homosexual." And Red goes, yeah. neither are they. You have to be human. You got to be human first to yeah. qualify for that. Yeah, neither, they don't qualify for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I really love that because it kind of sets up the emotional uh, connection to like how, how, how 
harsh this life is in Shawshank well, that's uh, like, prison. That's, that's about that. Besides, besides the prison guards being mm-hmm. a, being a threat to them, that's about the only real one specific prison guard. Yeah, he, that's Boggs. about that's a really no Boggs is uh, Boggs is the lead sister. Yes, and I'm saying that the, the besides the prison guards and the sisters, he has a more or less a pretty decent time in Shawshank. You know, he's it's I mean, shit, he's in prison and stuff, but yeah, it's not like he's dodging attacks from everybody. It's the sisters. No, and it's it, yeah, and it's Clancy Brown. Every, well, everybody's um, what do you call it? courteous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's weird. It's like I as I don't was, worry, I won't I won't touch your asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I. I thought it was kind of interesting how I could be a real friend to you. <laughs> God, that was creepy. <laughs> yeah. And then the, uh, the funny thing too is like right when he leaves that scene, they're in the shower, and Bog says, "Yeah, I could be a friend. I could be a real good friend." And he just walks away from him. And then the buff ass dude with gray hair comes over naked, and like stands next he to likes, Boggs. Yeah. And he's like smirking, like, <laughs> we're, we're gonna get him. Gonna I like him. it when they fight. <laughs> yeah. Oh he's yeah. A fighter, I like it. But um, playing hard to get. It was interesting how, like, uh, when they're sitting in the mess hall, it's just a bunch of dudes, all friends, hanging out, eating bread together. It's like, man, it's a pretty good life. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> it, it's funny. You that get plenty you, of fresh air. It's funny. It's that a very you say nice it. looking prison. <laughs> they they romanticize the the camaraderie. Oh god, uh, camaraderie. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> what is it? camaraderie new word um <laughs> got it and and so like they romanticize like the brotherhood prison, of being in prison and stuff like that prison with, would seem so seem so like easy you don't have to worry about like where your meal comes from it would well, just, you gotta, you I, gotta I don't place, know about you that place to stay well i don't you know. know about that because he uh, work out. Uh, andy pulled a <laughs> maggot out of his gruel and yeah, but was, then you can feed your pet birds. Yeah, you can feed Jake. <laughs> That's hey, Jake, I, shout out to Jake in my work. What's <laughs> up, Jake? Oh, God. That, 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 that scene where Brooks uh, uh, leaves the prison with Jake and he flies out. I was bawling. Did you, I was bawling my uh, eyes out. Funny trivia about the maggot scene. Um, the, uh, I think it was the ASPCA or some sort of animal. RSPCA? Some, some sort of animal rights activist. Maybe it was PETA. Was on set when they Wait, were. Wait, was PETA around? I don't when think this so. Movie was yes, I, they were. released. I don't. Probably. I don't know, but it was. It was some uh, animal rights activist group was on set to make sure that there was no cruelty to the animals, and it really was just Jake the bird. Yeah, just the bird. But in the scene where he fed feeds Jake the bird the maggot, they they objected. They said, "You can't do that. That's cruelty to the maggot." <laughs> so they said they had to find an already dead maggot to feed to the raven. <laughs> Which but the maggot did. was moving. In the one shot, they pulled it out of the potatoes or Through the mush. the magic of editing, they used an already dead maggot as to not offend whoever. Who the fuck knows? Well, I... That I, seems I, like a PETA thing. Yeah, that does. I, <laughs> I, 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 it's a double-edged sword. But anyways, uh, so I, I thought that the um, camaraderie of the prison... Hey, you said it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I can speak English for oh, once. Right, we did it. I did it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so we get to the point of, you know, so one thing I really like about this movie is mm-hmm. the time that passes. Yes. Uh, because the years pass, but 
for the audience, it doesn't feel like it passes like no so long you know like it literally it, feels like the next day it didn't it feels feel like the next day but like i'm just gonna say it didn't feel like 19 years no no it didn't <laughs> and, and um one thing that grounds the audience though is the uh parole uh yeah every 10, uh, every every 10 years yeah and he's just like i've been here for 30 years it was great mm-hmm. it, it was really good um the the repetition and the same candor or cadence that he had with the parole hearing yeah i just want to say the writing of the dialogue of uh of this movie is so so good it was subtle when it was yeah and also naturalistic yeah yeah didn't feel forced didn't feel weird yeah and brooks being the 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 most senior of all the uh, inmates Mm -hmm. he talked like an old man too He's like, yes. he's like, Brooks, when do you, uh, how long have you been working down here in this library? And he goes, oh, I came to this prison in hot five and put me in here in 012. And you're um, like, hot five. That's yeah. an old man thing to say. Yeah. It, um, I'll give I, you the dime tour. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> he has such a, uh, he had a narrator voice too. Yeah. Yes, he did. And yeah. I, and I wonder if the, uh, the, the director and writers did research on old time prisoners that was Stephen see. King. Stephen King. Well, well, I mean, minus Stephen King out of the equation, I wonder well, if visually they would have to have gotten the uh, wardrobe and all that. I so. wonder. I wonder how period specific the, the prisons were um, in the movie. That was a set. It was a set designed for Shawshank. Doesn't actually exist, but exists in Stephen King's universe yeah. of Maine. Sure, it's referenced in a few different of Stephen Maine, King, of course. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> fake state. Um, but Shawshank is, is mentioned in a few of his um, other stories. But oh, does, really? Yeah, it doesn't actually Stephen exist. Stephen King universe. Mm-hmm. The Stephen King-iverse. Wait, so so Shawshank is mentioned in other, uh, other tellings stories. of yeah. uh, King. In Dolores Claiborne um, with, uh, what's her name? From Misery. Oh, Kathy Bates? Yeah, Kathy Bates. I'm oh. sorry, I had a brain fart. She says she's if she keeps be- beating on her daughter, then he's going to go to Shawshank. Oh, oh that's cool. Um, yeah. I have this Blu-ray, um, this like little special Blu-ray. It's like a book. It has like has like an essay in I was, it. I was reading it right before the show. There's um, an essay of Shawshank in the Blu-ray. There's some trivia. There's some stuff about the actors and the production of, of, of Shawshank. Um and I'm just going to read some trivia. Uh, All right. Because we mentioned Red um, in his parole meetings. Yes. Um, his, uh, so we don't really know, in the movie, we don't know the reason. He never says why he's there besides why, why, murder. Why Red is in prison. Well, they do say he's in for murder. He, he says murder, but he's innocent, supposedly. So um, says he. Says he. Everybody's innocent. Um, yeah. So though the details of Red's, Crimes are not specified in the film. Uh, Stephen King's novella indicates that he murdered his wife and two others by cutting their brakes. Yeah, and I believe one of one of the other two that was killed was his own daughter. Yeah, he went on. He w- he basically went on a drinking spree after a bad run of gambling mm-hmm. and uh, killed his wife and daughter and one other person. Yeah, by cutting the the brakes of the of his of his wife's car. Yeah, interesting. What a, sh- what a shame. Um. The Shawshank Redemption marks the second of four collaborations between Darabont and Stephen King, the others being The Woman in the Room, which was a short, I think, 
Yeah. The Green Mile and The Mist. Oh, I didn't know Darabont did The Mist either. Darabont has also expressed interest in adapting King's The Long Walk and The Monkey into features. (laughs) God, Stephen King's got so many damn stories. Um, Coke fields. (laughs) I think think you just said this, Pete. Contrary to popular belief, the primary cell block featured in the film is not a practical prison location, but instead a set four stories high with 200 cells built in a warehouse approximately one mile from the Ohio State Reformatory. I feel like that would be a huge chunk of the budget. It was a $25 million budget. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty small for a movie um, of the scale and length. Yeah. The mugshot of young Morgan Freeman is actually his son. Alfonso. Alfonso. Um, and for the, f- the filming of this movie, it took place in the summer. So when they filmed the scenes in the snow, they dumped stacks uh, uh, sacks of uh, potato flakes into fans. I thought you were going <laughs> to say asbestos. <laughs> Asbestos. Um, let's see. Mirror, uh, Stephen King's novella, the initial script for the movie ended with Red on the bus, hoping he would actually find Annie, Annie, Andy in Ziwataneo. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't find them. Though he shot the reunion on the beach at the studio's request. Darabont wasn't sure it would it worked until early test audience lavished it with praise. Ugh. So it, it should have ended with him not finding him. <laughs> oh, that would have been such a good ending because there's such hopelessness in the plot of the movie. But the idea, but the, they both get the out. Theme of the movie is hope. Yeah. Well, that 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 brings. It's the my last point, though. Is it, is <laughs> if you remember, Red says hope makes a man uh, could, could go a insane. Man wild, yeah. yeah, it can. It, so that would have been so good. Oh my why god! Do you, why I do you not want the characters to be happy? Uh, because it, it create it, it evokes emotion. It, <laughs> I had it, I it, had a ton of emotion seeing them two shake hands and hug each other. And yeah, and that wide shot, Ugh. a great shot. I didn't like the ending. I, I really, uh, but the Ugh. one thing I did think of the ending was like, really, that's the boat. Jesus Christ, start from scratch. Okay. <laughs> and, and after all these years, he's still sanding on the I know. boat. He's too. got three hundred fifty thousand dollars. He probably only used about twenty of that yeah, to get there. Yeah, in nineteen seventies money. Mexico too. I know. Nineteen yeah, seventies like Mexico. In American money, he has three hundred seventy thousand dollars, and he's still sanding on this uh, uh, <laughs> this beach. The ending of the movie, boat. I think, is perfect. Yes. Ugh. No. <laughs> no. You don't think they should be happy? No. Nope. Too good, man. Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. yeah Just no. because Morgan Freeman said in earlier in the movie that hope is is a mistake, basically. That, and also, I think that. When you have stories of it's this a nature. story of triumph well, and redemption. Ugh. Are you <laughs> mental? Okay, so let, let me explain. It's in my, the name. Let me explain myself. So the whole movie, it's the experience of the corruption, the terribleness of the prison system, which mm-hmm. is actually a good commentary on how not to <laughs> so i think about what you're about to say <laughs> i'm upset it's a it's a good commentary on how not to think about how the justice system should be um so what i think is that it should have ended on a sad note it should have been morgan freeman finding the money 
and then going the to money. Z- oh, the, in the stone on yes. the oh, on the wall. Um, and going to Zihuatanejo, and then uh, he's never found again. He's probably rotting. Andy is probably rotting in a Mexican prison somewhere. The fuck you, you know? talking Wait, about? Wait, what? <laughs> well, you know, maybe I'm going too far in some places, uh, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I think the ending was perfectly fine. Yeah, and no. two out of three votes says it was a good ending. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. <laughs> it's a good ending, Tyler. Sorry. No, not democracy. I'm a communist guy, <laughs> damn it. And what I, here first, folks. Yeah. So, so what I got to say is that I think it was a perfect representation of the atrocities of the justice system in the United States. Uh, Putting the, innocent the people. right the yeah the, everyone is innocent in Shawshank. <laughs> okay. As right, they say, oh, okay. As they say, they say that everyone is innocent. <laughs> All right. Um. And so, <laughs> and so they are, and so they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you actually believe that? You sound like a goddamn parody. Um. In some ways, yes. But you know, so it, no, I mean, one, no okay. one should go to jail. Okay. No. So I, I jail shouldn't exist. All right, all right. What happened? What do you happen? To, what happens when people kill the people that you love? Get rehabilitated. Rehabilitated? Where? Oh, but that's prison. What's prison? That's not rehabilitated. We're not getting into the politics of yeah, the justice system. You're, yeah, you're you're the one that started this. We're talking this. about Shawshank. You're, okay, you're so, talking about this as a comment on you, you, prison, United so, States prison system. It, it, well, it, it's a commentary on the prison system, <laughs> and also, did you guys think that it was a commentary on addiction? Addiction. You know, uh, so Andy goes through a river, uh, uh, quote unquote. Uh, 500 red, yards of 500 yards of shit. Yeah. Um, Cross the th- river shit. Come on, clean the other side. Exactly. I thought that was a good, I line. thought that was a good analogy to addiction too. Like what's, throughout what's this An- whole movie, what's I thought. What's Andy addicted to? What's, well, yeah, where's the, who's addicted? I don't think it matters what he's addicted to. <laughs> wait, think, wait, so wait, where does the addiction come in? Who's, well, no, I, I'm just. addicted it, to freedom. It's, no, it's the struggle. <laughs> hey, me too. Well, it's the, it's the struggle of. You know, becoming clean of whatever you're addicted to. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, he okay. he goes through a river of shit to become clean at the end. Uh, much like a lot of uh, people who are addicted to something. But nobody in that, that none of the characters that we see are addicted to anything. No, no, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. They're not addicted to anything. It's more of an analogy of like, he's in a prison and the prison is a, addiction and then he <laughs> the prison is the addiction he's a well okay he's right, a, uh, no 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 okay do you, you, do I'll, you. I'll, I'll, I'll i'll like level with you so brooks was institutionalized he was sure. a, he was used to that way of life yes that's why he killed himself yes when he got out in the halfway house so i could see how he might be quote-unquote addicted to being in prison it's a metaphor you know, it's a me- the, the <laughs> it's a metaphor. It, that's the that, that's the only. I mean, I mean, Morgan- I was I've been thinking this whole time. We were talking about addiction. I'm trying to rack my brain about any bit of the movie that I could lend that to, and that's the only thing I could think of too was Brooks, and then and then Red, then Red later. Yeah, he yeah. was used to asking to go to the bathroom. Yeah, 
Exactly. I, I think this whole I'm movie. Take a bath, your big boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking just go take of, a piss. And speaking of which, <laughs> just just kidding. Um, but I think it's an analogy of. Uh, this whole movie is an analogy of addiction. You think because- so? You really think that? Yes, I do, Tyler. Oh, that, oh um, that's the drop I wanted to get is when the, the store clerk <laughs> is like, if you got to go take a piss, just go do it. You don't got to ask me every time. <laughs> oh, that's the drop. <laughs> that's funny. Um, or, or, more, or Red saying, can I take a bathroom break? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think this movie was an analogy to addiction, you know, because... The whole it, movie? If you, if you, yes, if you yes, glean something from that, that's great. Because... I'm sure you could take a lot of there's a lot of things allegories you can take out of Shawshank. Yeah, I mean, people look. I mean, look at The Shining. The aforementioned The Shining. People read so much into that goddamn movie. Oh, you know, so there's a docu- documentary, Room Two Thirty Seven. Watch oh, that. Oh yes, yes. And it's the most bananas, like conspiracy theory uh, ideas about mm. what that movie I is think actually Kubrick, about. I think Kubrick would be insulted by that documentary too. I think like he would, he, I think he, he would, would watch be, it and he'd be like, what the fuck? I think he would be cackling almost <laughs> yet yeah, all the way to the bank. <laughs> but, uh, Just like that. So, I mean, there's really not much that we can say. I mean, I'm not going to, we're not going to dissect this go, movie. I mean, scene by scene. Scene, it's a two and a half but, hour movie. But I will yeah. say, I will say this. Yeah, there's exactly as I was watching it, I'm looking for, Critiques. I'm looking for something to be said that hasn't already been said about Shawshank. Something and that doesn't make sense. Something just something. yeah. That too. I was also. I I like to poke holes in things, and I didn't really find much to you wiggle can. room there. It's a solid. No, it's tight. literally solid. It's so tight. The characters are great. They're multi-layered. There are very simple characters, and there's very complex characters. There's smart characters, and there's dumb characters. Yeah. The costume design was fantastic. They use the same fabric on the. Uh, shirts, button-up shirts that they had for the inmates as they used for their mattresses, which and is did what you the, notice which, that the officers' uniforms updated as the years yes, went on too. I was, was going to say that the warden, the warden originally has '50s style clothes and a haircut, and then he morphs into like the late '60s or early '60s style haircut. He has a like lo- longer buzz cut, so yeah. good. more <laughs> more horn rim glasses, a different different cuts in the suits. Everybody is aging. Yeah, it, it's the it's, time. It's, it's legitimate. So it's the set so, design. The set yeah. design is fantastic. You can feel the stone as he's carving the stone while he's carving yes. his way out. Um, all the little. All the little bits of the story, which uh, credit to Stephen King, all the rest of that was production for the movie. But Stephen King wrote a fantastic movie that has almost no plot holes in it whatsoever. No, not at all. And then it translated so well into movie format. I mean, timeless. It's it's, It's really timeless. This movie has a 9.3 in IMDb. Um, Yeah, it doesn't get much better. I mean, I think highest on IMDb is like 9.6 or something. Yeah. And and I can't even remember what that is. Me either. Um... But some, I mean, wind. can you imagine, like, just being an actor who is, a, or being just involved, being a crew member on that movie, <laughs> and like you have that, just you like that it, on credit. your on your resume. I worked on Shawshank. Who, Hire who, me. Who's the cinematographer again? What's the name? Uh, Deacons. Roger Deacons. Roger Deacons. And I'm sure Roger Deacons did not have the anywhere near obviously obviously in. Whatever, I mean, whatever year this was released, Tim Robbins or Morgan it was, Freeman. It was, it was in the '90s. I'm sure he didn't have the pedigree that would be come with the kind of uh, accolades that he has nowadays. Like, it's not like they're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe we got Roger Deakins as our cinematographer." Yeah, yeah, it's no. This it was, just it, and it, this this is what they would call lightning in a bottle. 
It's oh, the, the right director with the right so script. So true. Right and cast. The cast, so was, true. cast was perfect. Um, the direction, too. There was a long list, and I won't go through all of them, but there was a long list of Hollywood uh, A-listers that um, applied for the job or were thought of for the, jo- uh, the, yeah. the part of uh, Andy Dufresne. And luckily it was Tim Robbins, which I'm not a huge Tim Robbins fan uh, in general, but this... I we mean, didn't like him in Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. <laughs> uh, I don't remember him in that one. He plays the guy who's go- who is also going after the Pick of Destiny. He has a knife. He throws a knife at yeah. <laughs> I liked I liked him in uh, High Fidelity. I thought that... Oh, that's a good movie too. Yeah, that was a good one. Or uh, the crazed... Uh, uh, guy in uh, War of the Worlds. He, oh yeah, that was, he was he was good in that. Okay, all right, scratch that. I love Tim Robbins. So I mean, <laughs> he's so tall too. Did he, I? I want to know. Did Did you guys notice how tall he was in this movie? Very yeah. lengthy. Yeah, he's, he's tall. He 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 towered over the guards. Over I the don't know about Clancy Brown. Clancy, Clancy a, Brown was a dominant yeah, figure. He, he's a mountain of a man. Well, I he I just, been wearing lifts, but. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely dominated over. Yeah, the, he had the to wear list because Tim Robbins was towering over him. Then the director was just like, "Well, well we can't have Tim it's Robbins just, uh, but it's, towering it's cra- over everyone." It's crazy to me, just like, just like being involved in that movie. It really would be like life, a lifelong thing. Yeah, it's just like it's still. You it's, could say that at any dinner party, the fr- at any meeting of a new person, be yeah. like, "Oh, oh yeah, hey, oh, yeah, my name's uh, Joseph." Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, I was uh, I was the best boy on yeah. uh, Shawshank Redemption. I was a PA. Yeah, and everyone would be like, "Oh my god!" I set up craft services. Yeah, me and Clancy Brown, we're hella cool. Mr. Krabs is he's tight. Yeah. So anyway, I was a DIT, even though that probably wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> What's that stand for? Uh, digital image technician. I think it's like they basically nowadays they basically just load all the footage. They like, oh, okay. From the camera onto a laptop. Well, so anyways, um, not to get too f- too further into up. technical. Do we? Let, let's get into ratings. No, 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 I got one more thing. Uh, well, uh, final thoughts and no, then no, ratings. Uh, 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 hold on. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you inhibited me? Okay, so I just want to bring this up. This is final thoughts. So um, there is one actor who plays a character that we. He's not really in the movie that much. He's in the gang. Of Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman uh-huh. and Haywood, Hayward, hey, Haywood. Haywood, oh Haywood, yeah. Um, well, not him, but there's another character who we don't really get much dialogue from. We see him, the most prominent. Is he a tall dude? No, he's a little short dude. The short, oh, okay. short guy. He's the most prominent guy um, in the scene where Brooks is holding Haywood uh, with the. Knife oh in his throat. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's this dude. He looks a lot older in this picture. Um, okay, I don't know if you recognize him, Tyler. Barely. He plays a little short guy in like, in the gang of uh, of, of Red. Yes, yeah, I, I recognize him. He just he looks like a cop. Yeah, he looks like a cop. Yeah, goddamn cop. Um, so I just wanted to bring this up because goddamn thoughts. He, he um he was in an episode of Seinfeld, and <laughs> of um, course he was. He played a character. It na- all comes back to Seinfeld. He played a character named Brody. In the in one episode, and his character <laughs> it was, all comes back. His character was that he was um, he he went to movies and he pirated movies. Oh, he was the guy video videotaping. He, he videotaped he videotaped <laughs> movies and sold them on the street. And then he 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 gets uh, Jerry involved, and then Jerry um, is very hesitant at first, and then becomes very good at it. Brody Brody comes to his apartment and is like, it's like Jerry. That was, that was art. <laughs> that was beautiful. 
the angle, the zoom ins. The, <laughs> oh my god! And then Jerry becomes Jerry becomes very uh, into himself. Like he has found a new <laughs> career in pirating movies, and he's asking. He's like, "I want, I want another guy on the balcony. I want headsets. <laughs> uh, I want to be able to talk to these guys." You know, um, have you guys ever? Oh, so it's, it's, it's just like me wanting so he, to record so every that, aspect so, so of my is, life. So I'm bringing this up because he's playing a criminal. Um, have you guys ever ran into someone that legit sells like bootleg cam copies of movies in real life oh yeah yeah sure uh um uh me really i I, i've sold many does anybody do that still i I don't know if you've ever heard of uh the lesbians of uh transylvania before uh but i have heard of (laughs) i've heard of the bear wench project Okay. Well, well, I have sold many bootlegs. I'm just kidding. No, when I was Anyways. when I was a uh, junior in high school, have you heard of Lord of the Cock Rings? <laughs> when I was uh, when I was a junior in high school, I worked at the bowling alley maybe? in Vacaville, and there was this uh, shady the looking bowling alley. This shading a shady ass dude that would come by, and he legitimately had put you in shoshing bootleg DVDs that he would sell out of the trunk of his car. Not I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> And they were every single one of them was like a cam DVD, like oh, yeah. cam recording of like on a DVD, yeah, of like the Matrix Two oh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, like, hey, what you got this week? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Was something? Some, it was a old white dude. I can't remember his yeah. name. It no, was Steve. Hey, what you got this week, Steve? <laughs> I got a Matrix Two and uh, you know Kung Fu Panda. I know Kung Fu Panda was uh, way later than that, but <laughs> he was just just the and weirdest assortment of shitty movies. Cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I always thought that was Christmas funny. Christmas with the cranks. And yeah. I was like, who has repeat business for this? None of these are good quality. This sucks. Yeah, I've never come across anybody who legitimately sells that. I mean, I remember the uh, the old like PSAs where it was like. Um, Pirating is would not a victimless. Would you download a house? Pirating is not a victimless crime. Or something. Yeah. Would you Would you download a car? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh god, they would play it. Those in movie theaters. They would. Well, it's so anyways, let, let let's get into our, our ratings and final thoughts of right. Shawshank. We're we're getting too deep into the bootleg DVD. Tyler, why don't you go first? So, uh, <laughs> my final thoughts on Shawshank is: I think this is a near per- perfect movie. Uh, it's on the tier of uh, just su- like the lighthouse. Su- well, I'm glad you mentioned it. Surprisingly enough, the lighthouse, uh, which our listeners know, is uh, uh, Tyler's favorite movie in the last 15 <laughs> Are you years. You're yourself in the third person. I, I don't need your. I don't. <laughs> I don't need that. But um, so. I I I I really love this movie, and I Jimmy's I, getting upset. I I I. I apologize for my disdain that I had produced. It's all right. Live in the um, now, Tyler. For, uh, I apologize for the uh, disdain. <laughs> just waiting for it. I, 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 yeah, I apologize for my disdain for the movie that when we first to, announced you don't, you don't it. You don't have to apologize for what well, you did last I, week. I am. Because, Live in the now! Well, I, okay, so that's what, that's what I'm doing. So uh, final thoughts. Uh, this was a incredible movie. It's it's a cultural classic. It, it will always be in the memory of every human being, uh, you know. And really, <laughs> it was truly born Shawsh- and unborn. It was truly a Shawshank Redemption. And so, uh, 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 
What's your rating? Uh, so, well, uh, rating is uh, a four point five out of five. All right. So this is not high. as good as the lighthouse. Well, no, nothing. <laughs> no, not as good as the lighthouse. Uh, lighthouse is always going to be a five out of five. <laughs> so, anyways, Joseph. Joseph, what do you give this uh, fine movie? Well. I had a lot more fun watching Cats. <laughs> just no. kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I just wanted to So that. sad that I said that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's a very, very good movie. There's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like. Airtight. It's, bas- it's basically perfect. I mean. Airtight. Yeah. It's a wholesome. Oh, my God. It's a family it's show, It's a Tyler. wholesome movie. Um. Tyler saw something. Dog, squirrel, or cat. <laughs> yeah, dog outside. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I mean, I think I'm. I enjoy this movie a lot. I don't. I still don't think that I'm mature enough to watch this movie. <laughs> I don't. Something about it. It just. There's just something about it that is so. It's okay. I can give you a communism uh, so, pamphlet that you can so, read. It's so mature. It's so sure of itself, mm-hmm. you know, it's, but it's not, it's not arrogant. It's so humble. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a five out of five. All right. Five out of five. Yeah. Oh man. Well, let me give you a communist uh, propaganda uh, what, book what, okay, and, okay. And, and you might enjoy the movie even more. Why? Cause communists are, uh, are so mature. Yes. Because they decide not to look back in history and see all the times that communism failed. Hey, just because communism failed, uh, that doesn't discredit. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Like you said that three times this episode that we weren't gonna make it political. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I yield my time to Pete. Okay. What, what is your rating and final thoughts of Shawshank? Uh, like I said before, it's it's very hard to find any fault in this movie. The story is. Mm-hmm. Engaging. It deals with great topics that I think are really relatable for just about everybody. It's uh, the costumes are fantastic. The yes, the the music's about the only thing that I didn't feel like it drew me in a hundred percent. And I'm really, really picking nits when I when if I if I were to you know look for that. I don't. I yeah. would never. I would never. It, you're really trying. Hard I'm trying to hard to something discredit to, this yeah. movie. Yeah. And, and music is actually a good criticism of uh, if you're if you're trying to peg it down the music, yeah. All right, and <laughs> I agree with me. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, the characters themselves are fantastic. I'll never forget uh, Red, the character Red, played by Morgan Freeman. Oh, I'll so never forget good. Andy Andy Dufresne. He's he's not too much of an arrogant asshole he's not too smug but he's just smug enough yeah um the sisters are are a great uh, villain clancy brown is a, a great cartoonish villain mr that f- krabs mr krabs and the warden Money. the warden is is <laughs> he's like a he's like a bad guy that gets even worse as the time goes on and none of it is none of it is done in a way that you're thinking this would never happen like I could legitimately this think this would never happen. <laughs> I legitimately well, he was he was a bad guy to begin with for being a prison warden. Tyler, who's who's whose rating is this? <laughs> Anyways, so I, I have zero that I can criticize about this. It's a great movie today. It'll be a great movie in a hundred years from now. This is a five out of five for me as well. Perfect movie. Nice. Perfect. I, um, 
That, I, had, I had a question, but I forgot. Oh, I have a, I have a question for you guys. Since you forgot your question, <laughs> do you think this movie could be remade? No, no, never. No, no. Well, we, there's I, no reason to. I disagree with you guys. I think this movie can be remade. Well, any movie can be remade, but, but should, should it? it? Yes, I think this movie. <laughs> you're so pre, you're so preoccupied. If you could do something, <laughs> you never stop to ask yourself if you should. No, um, so I, I I grappled with my mind while I was watching it because I was just like, oh, this movie can't be remade. Oh, I, I remember the, my question. Go ahead, continue. Okay, so I, I anyways, so I, I thought this movie couldn't be remade because it's, it's so timeless, you know, like the characters are uh, ripe with everything. Uh, I think this movie could be remade. Um, give us, give us a reason. Don't just say that it it be remade. Just don't say it could be. Give us a reason why, why reason why be compelling. Uh, uh, just because our, the current system of justice, but you're a, but you don't like remakes. Well, uh, that's true. That is true. But stand by your convictions, lad. (laughs) I am standing by. I, so, so, oh, my voice cracked in that one. I'm sorry. If you saw, if you saw an article that said, Shawshank Redemption getting a remake by Judd Apatow. What would you, uh, Judd Apatow? Okay, what so would be that, your initial that, reaction? Well, if it was by Judd Apatow, I, I would I, be cautiously optimistic. No director, or Tyler's Tyler's uh, Tyler's reaction would be like, "We're remaking Shawshank." Yeah. I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> well, that's true, but <laughs> when I was watching this movie, I think this movie could be remade. Like honestly, honestly, what, I, I what's think, the point though? Why? Uh, the social commentary. The social commentary all? was perfect to begin with. Why does it have to be nowadays? Uh, Why do they have to have iPads to make it relevant to our t- today's society? You can email the well, state. Uh, they were on a. They were on a well, yeah, they were know. on a Zoom call for his parole hearings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just I don't know. I I just think that this movie can can be remade, respectively, yes, be. respectively, and well written. Um, you a dullard? You know what? You I know, think it's a, this is probably av- uh, if I had to choose. Maybe maybe this is a hot take for me. If, maybe, th- this is, is a hot take. It's a hot take. I think Shawshank. I think Shawshank could be remade. Yeah, we know it could be remade, but should it be remade? Yes, it'd be the last. If I were to like, if someone were to ask me, what's the last movie you think should ever be remade? I think this would probably be at the top. There's no reason for this ever. Ugh. Ever. Well. <laughs> Well, give me a compelling reason and I'll succeed. I'll secede to you. The social commentary of it all. <laughs> but it's still relevant. Wrong. Well, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> what was your question? Oh, okay. So my question is, who do you guys think was the real protagonist? Red. Like, is this is this a, a Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off situation? I don't know. <laughs> who do you think? Was, who do you think was the actual protagonist? Uh, Red was. Mm, I Red. think I think he's the main character. Red. Yeah, Red is the main character, and Andy Dufresne is the focus of Red because it's, Cause told, it's he's, through from Red's he's perspective. A, he's a narrator. I yeah. Don't, yeah, I don't know if he would be considered the protagonist, but he's who the audience is attached to. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was know. just curious. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think Red is the protagonist because he actually sees redemption through his crimes. You know, in the ending scene, or Andy Dufresne is innocent. Well, yeah, he's innocent, but 
Andy is just a byproduct of the story. I think J- I think Jake the bird is the protagonist. Yeah, because <laughs> he actually flies off. <laughs> He's actually free. I was hoping one day Jake would show up, but he never did. I was bawling my eyes out when he said that. Just oh my watching, god! Watching the old man bawling. feed the feed the pigeons at the park, you know. It's oh. like he was. He looked like he was asleep doing it. I thought about. Oh, I thought about the, the untold number of old people that you know one person might see out in public, and thought, "I wonder what that person's story is." I wonder oh. he, he's he's a Pixar, like he's the old man, <laughs> from Up, basically. And I went seeing him like uh, bag the groceries. I was like, "Oh, poor guy, know, come on, he's old." Okay, so uh, <laughs> really quick, let me uh, give my reason why I think Red is the protagonist. Is <laughs> you just it, did. Just moving well, on. Well, well, hold on. I, I I think he 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 um found he he actually realized its guilt. You know, and especially in that last scene where he was just like, "I don't give a shit if you uh, reject me or accept me." Oh, his speech. Th- yes, yeah. I think that was the ultimate speech of him saying, "Yeah." I, I I don't I, give a shit. I I, I I know what I've done, and uh, whether you reject me or not, I'm institutionalized. I don't care. All right, have it your way. All so, right. anyways, let's uh, go to the wheel. On that topic, we're going we're going to go to the wheel for Yay. next week. Um, this was a fan pick, and do you guys want to? I, I, I we haven't talked about this at all, but um, do you guys want to make a? We have a two term limit on host picks. Do you want to do a? Two term limit on fan picks. One term limit on fan. Oh, picks. one term limit. Ooh. I was thinking because that way that way we get back to one of our movies next week. Nah, I don't know. I I, I don't I don't care. I'm fine way. with that. But. Okay. All right. Uh, this is democracy manifest. Yes. <laughs> There's the drop. Um, all right. So uh, we're gonna I'm gonna read through. We don't have a new movie to put on because it's another fan pick. It's just but, fan pick. Sure. Remains fan pick. Uh, so the movies choices we have on the wheel: Super Mario Brothers from Tyler, The Fifth Element from Pete. American Psycho from Tyler. Yes. E.T. the Extraterrestrial from Pete. The fan pick, Pi, Darren Aronofsky's first movie from Joseph. Directorial debut. The Last Black Man in San Francisco from Joseph. And our second fan pick. So we're going to spin the wheel. Oh, we, we have Pete episode. It's been a yeah, it's been a while. It's been how long has it been? Six weeks or so? It's been episode since episode thirty-six. Okay, hold on. Cats. This is, this is hard. Cats. Uh, Deanna, would you do the honors of giving us a good spin here, and I can hold the wheel up to this? Yeah, we have a. We're holding a, our we're a, holding our mics this week. Joseph, Joseph's wife. I got good, a good like two or three good spins. One, two, three. There we go. Yeah. Oh, this is man. the movie we'll watch next week. Okay. Oh my god. Pete. 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 <laughs> American Psycho. Oh, oh E.T. E.T. the extraterrestrial. Oh God. Get wow. your another hit. That's Get not your, a MacGuffin, right? No, that, that, that's actually E.T. No, no, no. Get my I'm, my buttholes getting have to get prepared for this because E.T. holds a special it's, place in Pete's heart. In in my butthole. Yeah. It's it, it, it's puckering. It's uh, like oh my god, I gotta watch this again. The uh, gotta go pinch a loaf. The, his, the history of <laughs> the history of E.T. in regards to myself is that uh, I watched this movie way too young at too young of an age. And it was terrifying to a young. How is ET too young of an age to watch? It's an all ages movie. You watch that when you're three, and watch what that <laughs> fucking neck looks like, and the finger <laughs> with the light on it. I don't like it. There's and then he turns white people like have, a people have their feet. And then he turns white like a dried out dog turd in the backyard. <laughs> and you're like, ah. Oh. My, 
My brothers were scared of the Thriller music video when they were kids. Thriller? Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see it. So oh, well, okay. E.T. E was the first movie, the first really anything, uh, story, image, picture, movie that stuck with me and haunts me to this day. Absolutely, 100%. Still am oh, disgusted. This is, this is streaming, by the Dis way. Is it? It's on Netflix. Oh, God. E.T. is on Netflix. I think. Let me just double check. Well, you're, 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 um, it, you're, <laughs> you're expressing Pete's fears. Well, it is streaming on Netflix. So, and, and listeners, if you, if you're also afraid of E.T., please send us a God message on why you're afraid of E.T. I, I don't understand it, honestly, listen, but I, I, I want to know. Tyler, I just pulled up, the, I just pulled up the Just Watch and there's this image of this fucking Oh, oh yeah, alien yeah. head <laughs> next to alien. It's already oh, it's, triggered him. It's disgusting. It's already triggered him. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't like it. It's like I don't know. I don't like it at all. Well, it kind of looks like a ball sack. It's, that's great. And it's like objectively, I can see oh, that it's like supposed to be this cute thing creature, but Ugh, I don't like not, it. No, it's so, not cute. Uh, the basics on ET 1992 Steven Spielberg one of his best known uh, movies and Wait, most 92 and most beloved That's what it was the year I was born uh, most beloved uh, childhood movies um, for many Americans um, also the debut movie f breakout for one Drew Barrymore playing Gertie his uh, Elliot's young Gertie. sister <laughs> from Moon yeah <laughs> so um, I will be conquering my fears next week yay this should be an interesting uh, episode uh, yeah and it's time for me to get over this. It's uh, when I was a child, I concerned myself with childish things. Now I'm a man, and it's time to put those behind me. I think um, I think uh, you are uh, like Batman, but ET man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show up next week on a bike instead with a basket of, yeah, and a blanket around a blanket your, around my head. Instead yeah. of bats, it's ET. ET e man. Oh God! Oh, all right. All right. So until next Everybody week, can watch this. Yeah, until next week, episode forty-five, big one. Et the extraterrestrial will be watching, and uh, follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash MCFC Podcast, and send us an email, MCFC Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us your listener suggestions, your anecdotes, stories about E.T. and why you're terrified of it. <laughs> and follow Tyler on Instagram at Middle Class Film Class for fresh hot memes. And, and also uh, send send us your hate mail. <laughs> send I Tyler want, your hate I, mail. I, I want to hear negative stuff. And right. more fan pics. And right. fan pics, too. All yeah, right, guys. We'll, we'll see you next week. Later. See ya. Here's your motivation. You're fat. You get beat to death. <laughs>